0: I love doing the maths on that. 9.30 on the button. It's Monday the 13th of July. This is show number 17. Poetry Monday with James Carter. What could possibly go wrong?
1: Tune in at 9.30 every day for music, chat and great learning. You're listening to Learn Radio with Ian and Russell. This is Learn Radio Live. Learn Radio. Tune in. Listen. Listen and learn learn radio is a fun news station for all primary age groups
0: it certainly is and it's been our pleasure to cover you have lots of content from you from early years right the way through to key stage two and a little bit beyond we've had listeners well we've had listeners who are
2: quite old haven't we ian for
0: starters very good morning to
2: mr rocky how are you sir I am very well. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everybody. Really nice to be here. Another week, my goodness me, the weeks are racing by the 13th of July already. It's really quite unusual getting into this late in the term already. But hey, here we go. We've got a great show lined up today, Poetry Monday with James Carter. Mm. James has come up with a fabulous idea for a session for a workshop today that's going to inspire you with your writing. So don't go anywhere. Got some wonderful music as well of course we've got name that noise and just everything you would expect from us here at learn radio but at the top of the show something a bit different something quite exciting haven't we
0: we have indeed this is a long-term listener not just a long-term this listener has been with us from day one in fact from day one minus two probably because she probably tuned into our rehearsals i have to say it's mr rocky's mum and it's her birthday today and there's only one way to celebrate that listeners and you do it like this Birthday
2: to you. Happy birthday to you. We're going with mum, okay? Happy, yeah, hey Mama.
0: Mum
2: Happy birthday to you. Yeah!
3: Whee!
0: Oh brilliant, thank you so much. Thank you. Oh bless her, bless her. Oh wow, mm. that's amazing there. And we won't give any other details away. Bless her. But I'm sure she is 21 again. Bless her. Bless Certainly her. Certainly is. Thank I'm you so much. Good. We love her. We love a text message after the show. She marks us out of 10 listeners. And we always look forward to that rating. Certainly do. Highly recommended. Anyway, many happy returns of the day to you, Mrs. Rocky. Thanks again for being a fabulous listener and brilliant supporter. Ian, what on earth do we have in store for our listeners today?
2: Oh, we've got some great stuff lined up today. We're going to start, as we always do, with... Some really, really amazing writing from the previous show. So if you've just joined us, welcome. Uh, We always start the show by looking back over some of the writing that you have given us, submitted, posted to our site from the previous show. Uh, Of course, Friday was Fable Friday, where we wrote our own fables. So we listened to some of Aesop's fables. We talked about uh, the process of a fable, what's involved in a fable. We got some characters as well. And then you decided to go and, or I, we asked you, to go and write your own fables. And we've got a couple of those for you this morning. I'm going to start with The Caterpillar and the Beetle. This is by Avena. She is from Thorntree Primary School. Good morning, Avena. Once there was a beautiful shining beetle and an ugly green thing. All the beetles teased him. Uh, as he was so ugly and beetles are not hairy they only have six legs not hundreds so when they grew up the beetles became even more shiny and pretty whereas the thing was just getting fatter and more ugly one day the beetles were playing until the night but while the beetles were playing the thing was crying to his mother saying why am i so ugly During the night when everyone was sleeping, the thing started to walk until he found a tree to sleep on. And when he was on the tree, he started to change. It looked like he was in some sort of sleeping bag, which was hanging from a tree. In the morning, the beetles realised that the thing was gone, so they went to look for it on the tree, where the thing lay broken out halfway. At last, the beetles found him wondering why he was laying in half-broken sleeping bag. It was wonderful, magnificent wings. All the other beetles gasped and asked their mother what it is. It was a caterpillar the whole time. How could they not have noticed? And she had now turned into a beautiful butterfly. She had asked the children to remember the nest of caterpillars that were in the tree. They all nodded and said they must have fallen into a nest. As soon as they said that, a group of butterflies went past them, but one of them glimpsed the other butterfly. She knew. That he saw that butterfly. So before they stopped, and the beetle's mother explained that she must have rolled out of the nest and came to the nest. And actually, the butterflies were even more beautiful than the beetles. Avina, wonderful piece of writing to get us started this morning. Thank you very much indeed. Now, what you might want to do is go back and check your paragraphs, check your punctuation, breaking up some of your sentences slightly because that makes it a little bit easier for the reader. But well done, really, really nice piece of writing, Avina. Now, this is going to Bobby, who has written uh, a fable called The Dog and His Bone. The dog went on a walk and his bone went missing. So the next day, the dog went back to the park so he could find his bone. He said to the wolf, did you see my bone? And the wolf said, no. The dog said, OK. And the dog said to the fox, did you see my bone? The fox said, no. The dog said to the frog, did you see my bone? The frog said, yes, follow me. The dog found it all because of the frog and the moral Keep trying and never give up. Absolutely right,
0: Bobby. Good moral. Well, I thought it was uh, going to be "Don't take your bone to the park," but I was well. Was really, do good you know
2: what it. we 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 took um we took uh, my daughter's girl babies to the park the other day and lost one of the dummies and actually did find it very similar to that. And we didn't give up. We kept looking oh, and we found it. Good for you in the park. In the park. Final one: the ladybird and the stag beetle from Vicky. Here we go, Vicky. One day, a ladybird who was called Dots moved to a different field, decided to build her own house out of sticks and leaves. Soon after, she went to collect the leaves and sticks, which were huge for her size. As she was picking up her first stick, a stag beetle came up to her and said, Hello, my name is Stags. And by the way, I don't think you're ever going to be able to make your house by yourself, seeing as you're too small and the wind is too strong. I don't think that, but if you're so sure about it, then why don't you help me, please? Of course not. I'm just going to stay here and watch you. And at that, Stags sat on sat on a stone and watched Dots collect some more huge sticks and come and pile them up. After about an hour of hard work, Dots decided that she had enough sticks and leaves to build her house. She started by digging holes in the ground, which were for her longest sticks to go in. But as soon as she had put her longest sticks in the holes, making a perfect square, the wind blew them over. But Dots didn't give up. She put them up again and started to thread the leaves in between the sticks. Once she had finished, she grabbed a ladder, but unfortunately, the sticks and leaves fell over again. Ha <laughs> ha! I told you, you're going to be here all day, and I get entertainment all day, Staggs said. I won't give up, Dots replied bravely, and because Dots didn't give up, she finally got her house. Finished, Great moral, Vicky. Very nicely done indeed. And a very well constructed fable of the ladybird and the stag beetle. Well done. And thank you very much to everybody who contributed and got their posts in. You are going to get the chance to get your posts in later on today. Because today we are looking at Kennings. Now, they are a form of poetry. James is going to talk us through that shortly in the show. Uh, So do please listen into that. We got great contributions from James today. Fabulous poet, fabulous writer, and just an all-round great guy. So we're going to have him throughout the course of the show. But first, it's Name That Noise. It is indeed.
1: You're listening to Ian and Russell on Learn Radio. Name That Noise. You're listening to Ian and Russell on Learn Radio. Name that noise
0: never call it i can absolutely never call it listeners but anyway uh emma's been in contact here apparently uh jamie wishes a many happy returns to ian rocky's mum how nice is that oh bless that's you thanks really cool. emma that's really nice mrs w also happy birthday to mrs rocky thank you they're coming in thick and fast now i have to say my goodness that's really really nice of you can i keep those mentions coming it's nice to be kind it really
2: is nice to be kind
0: anyway name that noise what do you think ian hard I easy think, medium mm,
2: it's not an easy one i, I, I we always say this we always say this that it's not it's not an easy one and then our listeners are just fabulous so get your get your listening ears on get your name that noise listening mm. ears on this morning see if you can get that whilst you're kind of thinking about it in the back of your mind lend your ears to our very next slot because we have got the fabulous james carter who russell caught up with he is going to set the scene for today's show he's going to kind of set us up for what we're going to be doing throughout the course of this morning's show and we really think you're going to like this you caught up with james didn't you russell i certainly did and this is what he had to say
0: By far my favourite
1: station. You're the best. Oh, yeah. I love you guys. This is Learn Radio Live. Uh, Listeners, uh,
0: first time on our show uh, this time round. It's really good. James Carter, good to hear your voice again. How the devil are you, sir? I'm extremely well, Mr. Prue. How are you? Thank you. Uh, We're good, actually, here. And thank you so much indeed.
3: And you have a great show, or shall I say shoe. (laughs) I, I listened to it today and it was a lot of fun. I like... I like the fact that you're taking a slightly kind of different angle on, on the creativity, and I like it coming at something completely differently. Not just writing for the sake of writing, but actually picking a topic which affects us all. We all wear shoes, so let's talk about that. I like that. People call it thinking out the box and all that, and I like that. So you don't even realise you're thinking, you're creating, you you know what I mean, you're learning, you're just doing it within the context of something. And as a cross-curricular writer, I really like that approach. So you're doing Thank you. amazing stuff.
0: Thank you. And didn't they write My some opinion. of the most beautiful, creative oh, writing, yeah. uh, some of them still in classrooms, some of them still at home. It's a mixed yeah. bag, I have to say. Some of our schools that have been listening at school have had to yeah. close because uh, of further scares and further issues no. with you. So it's a tricky business for us all. It's a anyway. tricky
3: time, but children are still being creative and that's the most important thing and yeah. you're doing a brilliant job. And lovely folk Keep
0: like going, yourself, are, thank you, you're very kind, and lovely folk like yourself are still giving up their time to be prepared to teach them in this fashion what have you got in store for us today
3: James? well i've got an old chestnut but it's a really good chestnut and as i always try and do when i try and do something that lots of other people do as well i try and put my own spin on it mm. and poetry for me is always look at something old but take a new way of looking at it as i say to children don't tell me the ovs tell me the non-obs and really Mm -hmm. that is the that's the gist of doing kennings for me not just saying that uh let's say a dog is a bone barrier but telling me that um a dog is is something like a, a river swimmer So you go, river swimmer, what's that? We say bone bone. As soon as you hear the word bone, you know it's a dog. And and so I like doing kennings, as you're probably getting the idea already, I like doing them as riddles. And children, I found, from the age of five to 555 and everything in between, love doing riddles. And I've done these things in schools for about 10 years now, and I've never had one class ever, even a really tough year six class in London once. The boys said... We're not going out to play until we finish our poems. ka Just goes to show that you, if you get the right thing, the right creativity, you can get everybody into this stuff. And so I have my own quirky way that you don't have to do it like this. So I always begin by saying, um, kennings were invented by the Vikings and in the main a kenning has two words per line and, and us boys like hearing that because we don't always want to do a lot of writing so two words per line and the second word ends in er. just occasionally people put other words in but I just, I don't know as somebody who writes music and poetry I like the rhythmical flow of having er every time so the, so the Vikings would say things like instead of saying sword they call it a skull splitter which is lovely because you've got a brutal image there. We've also got that gorgeous alliteration of skull, splitter, got the sibilance of s and s. And they called a river a swan road. Now, I do love the image of the swan road, but for me, I, I kind of want that word road to be, to be an er word. So when I do my kennings, I make sure they're always er. So what I'm going to do, Mr. Prue, I'm going to read you one of my kennings. I'm going to stop after four lines and if, or to see if you can guess which animal it is okay it's not it's it's not all that easy mr Prue. are you ready
0: never has been (laughs) mr (laughs) carter ready when you are go on
3: so here we go it's called beware and there's actually a clue in that word beware so this is a kenning two words per line second word ends in a beware there's a jaw snapper teeth nasher river swimmer dives for dinner what do you think it is kingfisher nah
0: Oh, dives, dives, because they dive into the water. It can't be a, a yeah,
3: swan. It it's can't a be... good guess, though. It's a good guess. can't no, no, be on it's the a water. a jaw snapper. The thing is what I'm deliberately trying to do with the beginning of the poem is completely put you off the scent. People often say shark. They hear the word jaw and go, oh, it's a shark, oh, it's a dolphin. Or oh, it's a No. So beware there's a jaw snapper. Teeth gnasher, again, you think it's a shark because of the teeth. River swimmer, so it can't be a shark because it swims in a river. What swims in the river? Dives for dinner. And then in verse two, you've got fish catcher, and then the one that really gives it away already, back scratcher, cave seeker, winter sleeper, forest dweller, grizzly. I'm really giving it away now. Oh, a grizzly bear. bear.
0: It's got to be a grizzly bear. Yeah,
3: sneaking, lurking here and there. You beware, it's a bear. And if you look was. at the word beware, when I was writing the poem, I looked at the the letters and I went, B-E-W-A-I. Oh, it's got the word bear inside it. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. And you sometimes find these little details... And, and because I spend so long on each poem, even a poem like this will take about three months of, of tweaking and retweaking and refining. I'll look for little details like that, and I'll put a, it'll put a big smile on this. Yes, I've got, I've got a little bit of wordplay in there. So what I'm going to do with you, Mr. Prue, if that's okay, we're going to do live from my car here, our very own Kenning.
0: And we're back with James in just a little while. Hello,
3: I'm James Carter, poet and guitarist, musician, non-fiction bod, and you humans are listening to LearnRadio.net. Enjoy.
2: You most certainly are. 15 minutes to 10. It is coming up to uh, 14 minutes to 10. Good morning, Monday the 13th of July. How are you today? That was James Carter, the fabulous James Carter, introducing the idea of how he does kennings so what we would like you to do is first of all of course you're probably there already go to the show page learnradio.net is the site click on today's show if you click on today's show it will say at the top poetry monday the 13th of july then you're in the right place you've got an orange player which is where you can obviously listen to us live and it means you don't have to move away from the page at any point during the show If you're new, the next activity is there. It is a blueprint. It's a blueprint for a great kenning. We would like you to respond to James Carter's poetry. What do you think about what you've just heard? What do you think about the idea? Have you got any thoughts from the beginning of this activity? Well, if you have, we'd love to hear them, please. We'd love to share them. Click on the pink circle in the bottom right-hand corner. That will create what we like to call a post-it note. Put your first name in the top first names only, please. Uh, And then in the bottom part of the post-it note, your ideas, sentences, thoughts. What did you think? What do you think of the idea? What do you think about the way that James approaches Kenning's As a riddle, just give us some ideas because James will come back and he will read your responses to his poetry, to his Kennings idea. He will come back and look at those later on in the show. Now is the time you can get cracking on those. Whilst you're doing that, there's only one piece of music we can play for today. It's Monday, so it has to be The Muppets.
1: Coming soon... Join Ian and Russell's Holiday Club, an hour of fun and light learning to get your holiday started. Visit the learnradio.net shop now to sign up for holiday club access, fun guaranteed.
2: Certainly is, and thank you very much indeed all of you who've started to write on the Padlet there responding to James Carter's poetry. you're going to read a few of those shortly. First of all though going to go to some shout outs, plenty of ways of getting in touch with us. Uh, Of course, you can email learnradiolive at gmail.com. That will come through to us in the studio. You can follow us on Twitter at learnradiolive, or you can use the shout out padlet as people have been doing this morning. Momchil, is it a river? It's not a river, Momchill. Good guess. Uh, Shout out from Charlie from Lionel Primary. There you go. Good morning to you. Thank you very much for getting in touch. Uh, Marcel, please shout out Sycamore Group. We have a full bubble. Interesting. How many people are in your bubble? Because people do things differently across the country. Because I know in ours, we have sort of between 10 and 15 children. So interesting to know. How many children have you got in and how's it going? Are you enjoying it? Is it going well? Are you is it good to be back together? Because we're certainly finding it is really good to be back together. Mom Chill Sycamore 2 is back. To be uh, the best class on the radio. Well, well done for you. Lots of contributions. We love plenty of contributions throughout last week, and a half. Absolutely, you've been really, really busy on the radio for the last week and a half. Uh, we've got creativity, Mrs. W. Good morning to you. Great writing from Bobby, Avina, and Vicky. Was great to hear your learning on the radio. You've got six. People in your bubble. See, this is the thing about live radio that we love. I ask a question, and it appears mm. immediately on the Padlet. Thank you very it's much, good. Sycamore Two. Uh, it's small, but it's fun that way. Do you know what we find that? Doesn't matter how big the group is, there are some really good things going on, some really lovely activities going on. And the staff have worked incredibly hard to do that. Um, We've had some responses to James Carter's um, writing to get us going this morning. Emma says, I love your Kenning poem. I thought it was amazing. Rachel, good morning, Rachel. Hope you had a lovely weekend. Um, I love the way James reads parts of the Kenning and invites you to work out what it's going to be about bit by bit. Dolly says, that was hard and it got me confused. i know totally with you there, Dolly. I know, absolutely, but really, really cleverly done. Much more to come as well throughout the course of the show. So really get yourselves into this. It's going to be a huge amount of fun. Uh, Ty says, very nice, James Carter. It was, wasn't it? Absolutely brilliant. We love that. Marcel, uh, it was really, oh, I'll let you finish yours, Marcel. You're still writing. Dean, I think your Kennings poem was amazing. So do I. Really cleverly done. And it's a great idea as well. It really is a great idea. Avina. it was wonderful. I first thought it was a shark, then a crocodile, but it was a bear. I know, that's the thing, isn't it, about a riddle. We never know sometimes until the end what it is going to be. Uh, Miss M from Thorntree. Morning, Miss M. How are you? I like the way Kennings poems are a riddle to be solved. I know they're great, aren't they? Because it takes you on a kind of a a literary journey. Uh, Mrs W. I love Kennings. They are my favourite. The Bear Beware. So clever. Brilliant, isn't it? Sachin, I like how you approach Kennings. It's a lovely approach, isn't it? A nice way of doing it. And there's plenty more, as I said, to come through um, throughout the course of the show. I'll revisit some of those later on because they are coming in thick and fast. And don't worry, you're going to get your own opportunity to have a go at those Kennings throughout the course of the show. In fact, you're going to get the chance to make a start on one Right now. So keep going with your responses to James's Kenning's poetry there. But if you want to move down now to activity two, you are going to start your own Kenning. Get some ideas down. Now, if you remember, James's uh, ideas were uh, the second word. Ends in er, ends in er, okay? Think of an animal, think of a creature, think of something that you might want to write about. James obviously used the idea of a bear. You can use anything you like. Don't don't forget, it all gets approved by myself and Russell here at Learn Radio. So make sure it stays appropriate for the Padlet, okay? Um, But get something down clever okay get something down so uh for example you know we had the the idea of uh the bear um if you wanted something like um a, a snake it could be um ground slitherer you know something like that uh, would be a really good idea uh, for an example of uh, an ant um it could be mud scuttler you know because if you imagine mm. the, the ant scuttles across the mud i'm literally coming up with these as I think of them, because that's how I like to do it. That's how I like to teach. A web weaver. A web weaver. A web weaver. A web weaver. Uh Hey, there we go. So that's the kind of thing you could go on with. I've just seen somebody's put chip stealer. (laughs) Ah, no, I love that. That's I can good. I tell you what, just I can I can guess what that is. I'm not gonna give that one away because there's plenty of brilliant ideas coming up already. Don't need much, just get a couple of ideas. This is where we kind of start mm. to develop our thoughts and our process so if you want to do get your notepad get your pencil doesn't matter how you do it just start to build some ideas because in a minute james is going to take us through very shortly in the show he's going to take us through uh, a workshop and it is the most brilliant workshop for writing your own kenning but just get some thoughts down now because it will help you i promise you later in the show so Mm. pat activity two Start your own canning. Whilst you do that, got a great piece of music for you. This is Coldplay Viva La Vida.
3: Hello, everybody listening. Uh, welcome to LearnRadio.net. And this is Johnny Ball saying it.
2: Certainly is. Uh, And a very good morning to you. If you've just joined us, it is uh, one minute to 10 o'clock. Good gracious me. Where has the time gone? It is Poetry Monday with the brilliant James Carter. He is coming up very shortly with a most brilliant workshop. You've already got your ideas going, which we love to see. We love to see the thought process as it goes. Vicky, with who I read just a very short sentence from just now. Uh, It says, sea-sitter, chip-stealer, sky-rider, fish-lover, careful watcher and i think that's meant to be finger grabber i think you're absolutely right what a great one i like that vicky uh, dolly says sleep disturber noisemaker sky flyer wing flapper these are great and in a minute you're going to be able to take this on the next step because the workshop that james is going to talk you through will help you with your extended piece of writing well done everybody uh rachel soulmate height extender stylish but impractical style over comfort tottering swagger toe pincher rachel i wonder what that could be i wonder what those could be in fact but nicely done indeed well done thank you very much indeed um what says flying buzzer door knocker morning singer three different things there ties which one you gonna go for in your kenning very good indeed elsie Long mane, razor sharp teeth, courageous hunter. Brilliant. Well done indeed. Um, Harry, flesh eater, main cleaner, clever sneaker. Ooh, I like it. Athena, mouse catcher, meat snatcher, sofa sleeper. Athena, like that. That's a great star. Well done to you. A couple of shout outs. Didn't get a chance to read earlier on. We like to give you your name checks. Leah, please may you give a shout out to Charlie, Dolly, Star, Moncho and Marcel. Please absolutely can. Not a problem at all. We love the shout outs. Also, we had a text in earlier and it says, thank you both very much for my shout out. A great start to the day. Looking forward to to the show each day and I'm always astounded by the quality of the listeners writing being inspired in such a fun way you are so welcome mum and a very happy birthday to you Mm. thank you for giving up your time to join us each and every day it really is such a pleasure Uh, Star responding to James Carter's poetry I love your poems and the way James reads yeah he reads really really well um, and you're about to get a masterclass actually in writing so why don't we jump straight into that now this is where James worked with Russell on a workshop all about Kennings
0: by far my favourite station you're the best oh yeah I love you
3: guys
1: this is Learn Radio Live so I'm going to pick the topic.
3: Should, should we pick something straightforward that we all know about? Should we pick a lion? OK. Are you OK with that? Are you sure? I'm fine. Are you, are you a leonine expert?
0: Uh, no, not at all um
3: well let's let's see maybe just being modest let's give it a go so i put a structure if i was in a physical classroom which i'm not allowed to be in now i would be writing on the board the following i'd be writing what am i so that's the title everybody has the title what am i so everybody knows where they are and on the right hand side i would put these er words and as you're here they have a little rhyming flow thing going on so what am i and on the right hand side we have something lover something hater So there's always a gap between these words um, sorry, a blank before them all. Lover, hater, giver, taker, eater, maker, creature, dweller, feller. And I'm going to read that again in a little rhyme at the end. Of all the blah, I'm the best. I'm a shh. how do you guess? So at the end, you're giving an extra clue, saying maybe a little, put a little sciencey word in there. But let me read that again. So it's what am I? And on the right hand side will be lover, hater, giver, taker, eater, maker, creature, okay. okay. dweller, which means where you live, but we'll, we'll repeat that in a minute, dweller, with an E-R on the end, and seller, of all the blah, I'm the best, I'm a shh, had you guessed, so we're going to start at the top, so without making it too obvious, Russell, what do lions love, oh, if well, we can get something with a, but we can't mention the word lion, that's, no, no, that's okay, the well, I, I was going to go
0: for pride lover,
3: oh, quite like that, is that okay, I quite like that, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll have Pride Lover. And what do lions hate? Who would you hate?
0: People, people, people.
3: What type of people? Maybe what I'm trying to get from you here... Hunters,
0: stalkers, uh, poachers.
3: You're good, you're good. Poacher hater. So, So you've got Pride Lover. Hunter, you said light poacher, but hunter. Yeah. Two words, two words. I'm actually going to clap. I like doing clapping. Hunter
0: hater hater.
3: Mm. So it's just—it's got the rhythmical thing. Got two syllables either side. I do a lot of counting in classes. I think children think, "Why is he counting?" Because numbers add to the rhythmical flow. Pride lover, hunter hater. So, if you saw a lion, what would it give you? Something giver. It would give you a. Fright? Yeah, I like that. And also because pride and fright have a very similar... It's, got, it's what we poets call assonance. Not You need to know that, but it kind of rhymes. So pride wow. and fright sound great. Okay. So, and, and what does it take? They like to take the... Um, of other animals, don't they?
0: Yes. Um, 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 Gazelle taker? Or, uh, or, well, you,
3: Yeah, but that's... No, I'm not going to let you have that. That's no. too lion-y for okay. me. So okay. they like, or, or, or they like to take the gazelle's what? so that they can eat them they like to take their l- babies life
0: their life a their life taker yes life-taker,
3: it, it is a yeah. life
0: taker yeah okay i get that it
3: is yeah 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 so i'm trying to make this as cryptic there's a fancy okay, word yes as mysterious as possible. So it's life taker and eater something that rhymes with they love to eat basically they're carnivores so they like to eat meat, what? Eater. meat. meat so meat eater brilliant it's got the rhyme within the line okay um <clears throat> And you you could say that sometimes, Mr. Prue, you, you're a bit of a naughty person. You're a something maker. You'll get into a bit of tr- troublemaker. Or even muck. Give, give me something with alliteration because you can get into a bit of mmm. We all can when we're being. I thought creature was the next of, one.
0: Is it a creature?
3: No, it's maker. So maker or it is oh, I maker. That one. maker. So, so another, another word for trouble begin with muck because we all get into a bit of mmm. Uh,
0: mischief. Oh, mischief. Okay, okay. Mischief maker. Okay, okay. Yeah
3: so so something like creature let's have something for creature. so creature is um what kind of creature is it is it a fierce creature is it a uh, cool creature what, what do you fancy
0: um scare is a Co- scary creature scary creature you want to yeah
3: don't, don't mind it i mean in scary is a cut anyway so that's great now okay. dweller where do they live they live on the um plane
0: they're a plane dweller.
3: yeah Oh, what's the fancy word for plane? Sometimes we call it a more fancy word. Sounds a bit French. It with a sir, and it's got a V in the middle.
0: I was going for Serengeti, but that's not really going to cut it, really. Um,
3: Sounds like a girl's name. I'll give it to you, shall I? Savannah go. dweller. Oh. Savannah. Or oh, you could Africa, Africa dweller. I'm happy with Kenya dweller. Anything, anything's good. No, so long Savannah's as more cryptic. Too much. I like Savannah. It, it, is, it is, it is. And a fella. A uh, 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 lion is a f- fierce. Oh, I like that. Okay. Now, at the very end, we need, we need something here. We need a sort of a collective noun. I'm sounding a bit teachery, aren't I? Of all the somethings, I'm the best. We could have, what do you call an animal that preys on other animals? We call it a... P- Predator. Yeah. Shall we have a, of all the predators, I'm the best. I'm a... How do you guess? You've got a fancy poem there, Mr. Prue. What do you think? Do you like it?
0: I did copyright Russell Prue. Thank you very much. All terms <laughs> uh, to me. Thank you so much. But
3: you've... But please feel free to borrow
0: Yeah, right. It's so you
3: don't nice. have to use this thing, I've got the lover, hater, giver, take it, eat it, make a creature, dwell fella. But it's just good because it means you don't have to start from scratch. So rather than thinking, well, what does a fox do? What does a wolf do? And turning it into er words, it means immediately, particularly in a quick workshop situation, you've got a structure there and you can fill in the gaps. You can do them in any order. And then a teacher always likes a bit of tweaking a bit of editing and all that stuff so then you can say oh okay see if you can change a couple of words on the left and give it a bit of alliteration so we had hunter hater we had fierce or frightening or feisty fella so it's good to have alliteration because it gives it more texture and more rhythm and these are great as mobiles and also great for distanced assemblies or things and maybe you can read them to other classes or to other children in your classes there's nothing better than sitting there hearing a riddle and trying to guess it but the key here is not to give away too much too soon like in my beware poem you didn't get words like grizzly and grizzly fella and backscratcher till a little bit later on you don't mm-hmm. want to go right I mean if you're doing a dog one and you put bone lover immediately everyone's going to oh, know it's a dog so you, if you're going to put bone in which you ideally wouldn't you wouldn't put that to a little bit later on. Do but you that's al- Kennings.
0: Thank you. Do you, so, you always start with a what am I?
3: yeah it just it just keeps it simple so rob what what that enables you to do by having this kind of bossy structure i give it i do think it then gives children the freedom Mm. within that to concentrate on the words rather than what am i going to call it what's the ending going to be you can literally hone in on the vocabulary and vocabulary is a really key thing with poetry you have very few words and you want those words to be punchy and expressive and as colorful as possible but actually in a kenning actually in a sense you're kind of doing the opposite it's a bit like it's a bit like um, a mystery because you don't want the words to be too expressive because mm. you don't want people to guess if you're doing let's say a monkey the one word you certainly wouldn't put for eater is banana eater because as soon as you hear the word banana you go oh it's a monkey so i tell you tell you to put something like nut or nit or fruit Or healthy, and it's good because you're thinking of synonyms, and that's what writing of any kind is all about. It's finding the right word, and kennings are great for the the microcosm of choosing good words, and and that and that's what I I spend all my time sat at my desk or on a train. Well, not at the moment, but hopefully back in the future, um, sat there scribbling, crossing things out, improving, improving, just getting the right word. And that's what we want children to do, to realize the craft of it is finding the right thing and that can take time but it's 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 so rewarding
0: it is indeed those vikings have got a lot to answer for i've thoroughly enjoyed they, that they, they thank go, you
3: they've, they've given us a gift they they are gift givers aren't they? they
0: they are indeed now you're you're in your car did you bring the keys to your car with you
3: i have got my uh could, yes i have could, could oh, we? otherwise i wouldn't get in
0: them no that is true but Do you, want you, want have, you may have you may have unlocked engine? it no no well actually uh we <laughs> are playing name that horn at the moment uh on the okay. show and i wonder without giving the vehicle make a model away we could just have a little honk from your horn just a little honk just to just to suggest something ready? yes please
3: okay three hang on i'm gonna to have to do that to turn the engine up. okay here we go three two one there we go
0: thank you very much name that horn you heard it here first <laughs> with the brilliant james Carter. i like that couldn't be any better thank you so much i've thoroughly enjoyed <laughs> right. that bless thank you and you're stay a, you're, safe you're a,
3: mr prue sorry mr prue you're a great host i'm loving the show thank you for having me on I, I, i'm really enjoying this I
2: love this station. absolutely love this station. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best, best,
1: best. It is the best station. <laughs> learn Radio. Tune in, listen and learn.
2: And you so can this morning. It is coming up to exactly 11 minutes past 10, Monday the 13th of July. There was the fabulous James Carter. Now, if you want to get involved with some catch-up learning live on the radio here at LearnRadio.net with James and Russell and myself, then you need to head to our shop, LearnRadio.net forward slash shop, where you will see a series of four shows in September beginning Monday the 7th of September where we will be working with James live on the radio to get some poetry, to get some writing, to get some creativity going, to help us develop our ideas and remind us what amazing writers we are. That will be in September. So educators, friends, colleagues, if you are listening, um, have a chat with your head teacher, get them to come along, have a look at our shop. Very, very reasonable indeed for some great sessions for Great sessions with James in September. So do have a look at those. Learnradio.net forward slash shop. Mm. Some amazing pieces of writing. I really, really like this from Miss M. This resonated with me immediately. Tea drinker, whiteboard scribbler, star giver, bell ringer, loud shouter, stern frowner. <laughs>
0: love it it's you isn't it it's you
2: mr rocky i think it has to be done it has to be but only on a bad (laughs) day um rachel here we go here we are here we are russell get this one sound presenter airwaves talker muppet lover Bowtie wearer. It's
0: me. It's me. It's <laughs> Russell Prue. I loved it. I saw that on Twitter. She's such a dude. Thanks, Rachel. That's cool, was lovely. isn't it? It's lovely. cool.
2: It's cool. I like that. I like that. So and there's some really, really lovely ideas. Now, I must tell you that uh what you've just listened to, the workshop with James, which is really fantastic learning, really it is. He's such a good teacher, and it was a lovely workshop with Russell. Russell is going to edit that out. He's going to put that piece of audio just above the uh activity three on our show page for today. So if you want to listen to that back, you absolutely can listen to that back uh, before you go into the third activity, which if you scroll down or drag down the show page is, as I've mentioned already, writing your own kenning. So you need to give your title a kenning a title, but don't give it away. Don't give away what you're actually trying to describe. And as James said there in the audio, Try and use language, which is clever, but doesn't give it away too quickly. So you're gonna write your kenning in the big box. So you put the title in the top, you write your kenning in the box, using the tips that James said. Remember, he's got words on the right-hand side. So you might want to list those first before you start writing so that you've actually got a structure and an idea. You put your first name in, but also your school name at the bottom. Consenting, of course, to our privacy policy so that we can share your writing with a fabulous audience, which is the world. So that is activity three. And you can listen again if you want to, not only to the entire show, but also to James's workshop. Um, 14 minutes past 10. We are rapidly approaching the end of the show. Don't forget, Holiday Club starts next Monday, which is a paid for service. So do head along to our shop if you would like access to our Holiday Club also. We have got, if you remember, a writing challenge which ends at 6 p.m. this Thursday. Short story writing challenge under 250 words, fabulous prize, worth £240, sponsored by Wand. It is a live radio uh workshop with Russell and myself. And this week is another, another great week. We've got Thinking Tuesday tomorrow, mm-hmm. Wednesday with the brilliant Gavin Oates so who is talking. Oh, it's just amazing. Um, uh, we've we've had a listen to that. It's just such a brilliant session. Um, uh, red Arrows Thursday and Friday. Oh,
0: my red arrows are present. Go, go, go! Getting
2: and then, and then Friday is Stone Age Friday with the brilliant Sophie Curtley. I'm almost at the end of her book. It is just golden it is just a wonderful wonderful read so we're going to be talking to her what a great week we've got lined up russell thank you so much 9 30 tomorrow i'll leave you to wrap the show
0: you're very quickly and very quickly the name that noise has gone it's been guest you listening oh, to
1: ian and russell don't know what Learn to do Radio. i just don't know what name to name that too noise good.
0: they're just too good honestly And some brilliant guesses really quickly. Rachel, is it a thow, a stone in water? No, it wasn't. But you started on the water bit so, so well. Thank you so much. It's been correctly guessed. Ian, who was it correctly guessed by, by
2: us? It was actually correctly guessed by Jamie's daddy, who is oh, listening today. Stunning. He thinks the noise is oars rowing and hitting the water. Oh, it so is.
0: Stunning. I need another one tomorrow, Ian. It's going to have to be super difficult. You guys are too good for us. You're too good for us. Until tomorrow, thanks very much for listening. Ian, you've been fabulous it's goodbye from him
2: and it's goodbye from him